0: Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit
1: show. Featuring Justin Currie at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at
2: Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. Welcome back, Ramblers, to Article Bitch Fest 2.0, where we, well, we bitch about articles. Poor writing, terrible content, mega yachts. Bring it on. Today I'm joined by Justin and Julia. And before we get started into just this absolute shit show of terrible writing, uh, who's got a sour my mash? I do. <laughs> oh goodness. That, that was not me sniffing
0: a beautiful whiskey. This has been me all day. I hate allergies so much. I love the spring. I love nice weather and nature just hates me. And uh, I finally, finally got some medicated nasal spray because I have been fucking dying. So that's what sours my mash. My body hating me, nature hating me. Why do I have this? It sucks. So to drink my sorrows away, I really ought to be drinking whiskey. I probably will for part two, if we do a part two, which <laughs> spoiler alert, we have so much to bitch about. There's definitely gonna be a part two. Um, I'll probably drink some whiskey for that. For, for right now, I'm drinking a lovely bottle of Falangina, which is a native varietal to Italy. It's a white wine and it's just delightful. It's easygoing. I can still sort of smell and taste, so it's it's not the COVID, everybody. It is just allergies. But you're not going to get a tasting note for me because it's not going to be super on point. But yeah, <laughs> so if I sound like this and I sound gross, uh, that's why. <laughs> Thanks for bearing up. You should have a couple of shots to get through. <laughs> Who else has something awful happening?
1: Well, as the resident, as the resident grandpa in the group. Um, I don't get me wrong. I have a cell phone. Everyone has a cell phone. This is not, I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I think we all should have phones and blah, blah, blah. Um, why are they so fucking powerful is what I want to know. Um, if you look at the science behind cell phones today, They are thirty-two to 45,000 times faster. Our cell phones, processing-wise, can process more and 45 times faster than it took the Apollo fucking astronauts to get to the moon.
0: Oh, shit. Seriously?
1: Seriously. Oh, yeah. Seriously. These people got to the moon okay? On 45,000 times less fast than our computer phones every single day. Like these things will earn our hand every second of the day. Here's my question. Why haven't we advanced as a civilization if they're that much more powerful, if they're that much faster? We're talking about gigabytes and terabytes and yottabytes of data the size of tardigrades these days this is ridiculous people why are we miniaturizing everything for a more uh why are not we using this to improve society instead of just a faster way to tweet and watch porn because that is all people do on those cell phones they play (laughs) games they play the stupid thing called wordle which my wife bugs me about every day which i'm fine with because we typically we do really well but still like what the fuck, people? Your goddamn cell phone should not be in your hand every second of every fucking day. I walk into a coffee shop about two times a week now, um, and I order a cup of coffee, and then I wait for the cup of coffee, and then I taste a cup of coffee, and then I leave. In that time frame, I am not texting. I am not emailing. I'm just there. You know how many people have looked me in the eye this year? One out of the probable five thousand people I've encountered, one of them was not on their cell phones. Mindy's literally on her cell phone right now, just to, <laughs> to piss me off.
2: <laughs> it worked. You got angry. <laughs>
1: Seriously, I and I. You know what? Next time, I'm gonna. T- oh my god! No. I'm going to save it for the, another time with the goddamn headphones and the earbuds and the iPods and the AirPods and all the different pods in your fucking ear. You know I thought what? you no. were going to
0: save that. thought you were going to no, save.
1: I that. am going to save that. Fuck you and your cell phones, America and, yeah. and earth. Put down your goddamn cell phone and pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, that is all. You. Thank yeah, you for coming a, to my TED talk.
0: I got to piggyback off of that. Cell phone related. It irritates the fuck out of me when you see people out at a restaurant together mm. or even a whole group it's really fucking weird that when there's a whole group of people out together and every single goddamn one of them is looking down at their phone instead of interacting with people or if people are on a date and they're both on their phones or one person yep. oh my god yep. what the fuck i really really hate that
1: stay <laughs> up your fucking phone there is <laughs> nothing that that is that important that you need to be on your damn phone
2: right <sighs> Justin, what are you drinking
1: Oh, I am drinking Ace Cider. Uh, For those who don't know, I'm actually a certified cider professional. I'm a huge cider fan. Um, This is uh, Ace out of of Sonoma County in California. Um, This is their honey. Uh, It's 5% ABV. It's actually really nice. It's a tad sweet because, you know, honey. Um, But it's actually very well balanced. Nice acidity. Good apple quality. Have I had better? Oh, yeah. Have I had worse? Yes. However, because it is that time of year, time of season, time of earth, whatever, I'm also pairing it because apparently I'm a nozzle of douche with a Girl Scout cookie. No, I I don't believe in Girl Scout cookies pairing and all that bullshit. We're not doing that, by the way. Swiggers, ramblers, we're not doing that.
0: Are you sure about that?
1: We are a hundred, we're not doing that, right? That's not on our agenda,
0: not yet. Oh,
1: fuck. it's on the agenda,
0: it will be <laughs>
1: like I was saying. I look forward to doing the uh, the... only
0: if the Ramblers send us packages of Girl Scout cookies yeah. because you know we do yeah. this for freezies. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah. now we're actually, we're gonna get sponsored by the Girl Scouts, right? Right.
1: They, they oh, 100%, <laughs> There's a 100% chance the Girl Scouts are going to sponsor this shit show.
2: Oh, yeah, oh. totally. This is totally happening. Well, All right. tonight I am drinking my go-to. It It is, It's I don't know if you can see, it's a dark glass. This is a double old-fashioned today. That's a cool of the shit like- show. But it's a Wild Turkey one-on-one old-fashioned. It tastes like a fucking old-fashioned. Um, sours my match, y'all. Realtors and real estate. I'm not going to deep dive the problems that I've had today, but realtors are snakes and the housing market sucks and you shouldn't be allowed to put a cash. Off. So what are we timing out for? What? I'm em- I, I mute,
1: I, I muted because my I hit the space bar and it played the video I was watching it wasn't anything bad it was just it was hulu because i have it on the other screen and that's i was listening i'm like what the fuck is why am i listening to these <laughs> wow are,
2: are we gonna cut this out because you totally this, just fucked us up
1: this yes. we are gonna cut out would you mind mindy starting over
2: just with sour is my mash with my drink too
1: um jump in with the sour is my mash and I'll, I'll i'll fix it in post as okay. they
2: say <laughs> so my sour is my mash um I'm not going to deep dive this, but uh, realtors in the real estate business world of today, realtors are snakes and the real estate market is just crazy fucking stupid. And you shouldn't be allowed to put in a full cash offer on a house that you have never laid eyes on. Every house that we want to go see is on the market at 8 a.m. and off the market at 9 a.m. with five over-ask cash offers with like a 15 day fucking close. Like I can't touch a house here with a 10 foot pole and I am over it. So with that, do we want to jump into the articles?
1: I I want to back on this because I think I mentioned this in some earlier episodes when we were discussing inflation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark's not here. So we're going to talk about inflation or so-called inflation. Um, I think it's now one in seven homes are owned by a private corporation. Yep. One yep. in seven. I just want yep. to throw that out there. Um, so when the crash, it's actually going to be, it's funny. Economically, it's going to be a soft landing, which is interesting. What's going to happen in the next probably year and a half, 18 months, two years time frame is uh, mortgages are going to go belly up. And all of the private equity firms that own these properties They're going to try and dump them. What they can't try and dump, they're going to raise rents. They're going to raise prices on. They're going to hold on to the inventory so that inventory um, keeps prices high. The higher inventory will keep prices high. So they won't suffer. But of course, who will? It'll be the American people. So I just want to say you are currently experiencing this shit show as a result of GOP politics and unbridled corporate greed. So for those of you who are homeless listening to this in the next 18 months, you're welcome.
2: There we go. Oh, God. Well, with that, I think we should probably start bitching about some articles, guys.
0: I tried to do my best Mark impression. Oh. Sorry. It it wasn't as just grotesquely disgusting as Mark made it. Very petite burp.
1: Eh, It was a little weird. I do want to correct myself, though. It was... 120 million times faster the iphone versus the wow. apollo 11 wow. computers that's,
0: that's a lot that's a lot 120 fast. million i
1: wasn't that's thousands it was millions my apologies america and and god Earth. you're
0: so basic you know what maybe we should start ripping into you because apparently that's what we're supposed to do with these articles misinformation oh my god or
2: editing shoddy writing.
1: where do we even fucking begin with these people
2: lies and bullshit and the articles just get shared all over everywhere and they're not accurate
1: no are we oh. are we doing the mainstream thing here
2: yeah which
0: where are we starting because I think I think it's
1: the so gear patrol this, this is so I don't know who these people are gear patrol oh, I don't know who Susanna
0: is That is gear patrol makes me think it's
2: one of those car websites
1: probably, probably don't is. go to the
2: main page we'll find another super yacht don't do it
1: <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> you know this, so okay. So I want to pull up. I'm pulling up this. Oh my God, she's a whiskey expert. Um. Oh my uh, God, she has website. "Quote unquote"
0: risk whiskey at, ooh, Oh, apparently she has a oh.
1: website. I'm looking now. Um, storytelling expertise and a lot of whiskey. Susanna, listen. Uh, you've written for Daily Beast, uh, VinePair, um, Punch, Men's Health, Men's Journal. You know what? Want to and Gear Patrol, which is the article we're going to be discussing. Um. Please, you know, give us a buzz. Give us a call. We'd love to have you on the podcast. We'd love to talk to you about five bourbon makers to know before they go mainstream. Now, you guys can't see my finger quotes and my derision, but hopefully you can hear it. Please, somebody take this one. I just, I can't with these fucking people.
0: Oh, God. Oh God, it just, God. Okay, so, oh, okay, okay, let's just jump in. The, the very first one, uh, so there are pictures along with the writing. The very first picture shows wheel horse. Yeah. Like that, oh yeah, see, even the cat doesn't approve. She's Legit- like, really? Even the cat's
1: like, seriously?
0: <laughs> like really, wheel horse? That's been around for so many, Oh, it's a, ah, see, okay. I'm not gonna be taken seriously because I can't actually formulate words, but I blame allergies. So just listen to the cat, cause she's saying it all. <laughs> um, this is an entry-level bourbon. They also do an entry-level rye. It's great for mixing. It's been on the market and bartenders use it a lot. It's, it's not new. It's, it's not a great hidden gem of a find. It's very, very fucking standard it uh, is like
2: that's really Really? The, the rest of this list goes on so we've got um green river distilling company with wheel horse is the first one right the second one wilderness trail again you can find that on any shelf in any bourbon store liquor store you know corner market costco costco the next one and this really gets me Lux row uh their brands include Ezra Brooks, Rebel, which was formerly Rebel Yell, Blood Oath in Yellowstone. How is this not mainstream?
0: This is mainstream. I used to get Ezra Brooks for nine bucks. Yeah. You know all of those names. You can find them on any
2: shelf. Literally any shelf.
1: I I care less about Frey Ranch. Fry Ranch, Frey Ranch, however you want to pronounce it, being on this list than I do about something called Especially one of the flavor bomb single barrels. Who is writing this crap? Okay, and then finally, please, I can't even say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> George Dickle.
1: George fucking Dickle. I was visiting Dickle 15 years ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're not mainstream. How dare you? Oh, fuck. Uh, established 1870. Mm really
2: really yeah <laughs> fucking uh, this is this should have gone into the list bitch fest y'all oh right yeah. okay oh, right. i have revisit it you, can, <laughs> you can
1: consider this you can consider this the list and article bitch fest this episode it's just
0: i gotta i gotta point out i hadn't noticed this last sentence the last uh the last yeah the last one of the article <laughs> and she didn't mean it this way uh but look for more imaginative and delicious stuff to come this year but please please have some more imaginative things for actual whiskeys to look out for whiskey makers that are newer or exciting or not staples maybe maybe
1: yeah if i can get a liter of it at costco it's it's mainstream yeah um for sure. yeah, do, we, do we want to talk about this guy from Bergen, Norway, Stephen Mathis?
2: <laughs> the rye article. I think that we should just read the two sentence long article title. I really think that does it for this whole article. Conventional wisdom says rye varieties don't affect whiskey flavor. One producer spent three years proving they do. Wow.
1: Okay, I'm now going to list 184,312 things wrong with that one statement. Um, I would like to know who these people with the conventional wisdom are because they need to be yeah. taken out to the woodshed and slapped.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe back in the day, but honestly, in the past decade or more, there has been so much growth and expansion with, and we've talked about it here on the show multiple times because Justin and I are fucking nerds about terroir. So yeah, it is it is not a new concept. It's just maybe slightly newer to the whiskey scene, but it's still old news. Of course the ingredients matter and have an effect. Who's, what conventional quote unquote wisdom is that? Who thinks
2: that? Um, yeah. I let mean, us
1: know. We'll bring you on the show and mock you relentlessly. So yes, I'm now closing that window.
2: Next. Well, no. I want to know oh, what editor let him put oh. two sentences as an article title. Two sentences. Ooh, yeah. There yeah, go. I'm yeah, done. I, Living
1: on. Okay. Uh, wow. Um, I think Brad Jaffe sounds familiar. That name sounds familiar. But... Oh, that's why it sounds familiar.
2: Have we bitched about his articles before? (laughs) No, but we
1: should have. He wrote another article that I really want to explore next time. It's called The Water and the Best Bagels and Pizza is Now Going into Whiskey. Okay, so this guy's apparently giving a giant blowjob to New York. I got that. That's (laughs) pretty pretty evident in that statement.
0: Must have a pretty big Um, mouth.
1: Yeah, got Zoom fatigue. um after getting covid so wow um okay so let's dive into this this article that he wrote um brad you can you're also welcome my friend please come on the show we'd love to talk to you a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek um but we do have issue with with this particular headline older whiskey isn't always better no shit no shit girl. <laughs> here's what you can buy instead okay so if you can't afford the gorilla, the glendronic 50 year old i'm sorry wow who is buying this and i okay fine it's about 25k each but if you can't find it guys if it's not at your local costco or at you know um you know at your gas station then you can always get the glendronic 1993 master vintage which is only about seven hundred bucks. Okay, and
0: aged for twenty five years. Again,
2: I'm sure it's very easy to find. I, I'd argue you probably find the fifty year old easier. <laughs> this entire this entire article really just
0: goes on in that vein. You can't get this wicked expensive, super super rare thing. Try this other wicked expensive, also very rare thing. It just. I mean, I guess I kind of get where he was going with it or trying to. But also,
2: yeah.
0: are you actually trying to make things give um give recommendations that are accessible? I'm
1: sorry. I, I, I wanna I, I'm sorry. One of his is the Yamazaki 55. What he compares it to basically says, hey, you can get the Sherry Cash 26 2016 edition. And I want to just read this. If you want something better, you can still secure a bottle of Yamazaki Sherry Cash two thousand and sixteen edition for the relative bargain of six thousand dollars.
0: I don't know about you, Justin. I totally have six k to blow on a single bottle of whiskey. Um, totally.
1: I don't think these people understand the term "relative" or "bargain." I'm doubting they even understand the term "whiskey" at this point. <laughs> I, $6,000 is not a relative fucking bargain for anybody. And if, and don't get me wrong.
0: Hey, I could if max you're... out my Roth IRA hey. with that or I could buy a bottle of whiskey.
1: Yeah,
0: One I'm sorry. Bottle. Let me, I,
1: I don't want, this is we're I'm not maximizing my Pierre. I'm not Vladimir Lenin. I'm not, heads are not rolling in the streets just yet. But and I'm, I'm not against the the, the the rich and the wealthy. This is not that show. Um, that's another show. But let me just be clear. If you have the disposable income to spend $6,000 on a bottle of whiskey, don't. Do do something better with it. See, make sure that the homeless people in your city have a bite to eat. Then, if you've done that, take your 6K and go buy yourself a bottle of of Japanese sherry cask finished whiskey. That is my issue with that statement. This other one, Glenn Grant sixty. It's 29k. If you can't find that, try some other 25 year old stuff for 300. Yeah, 300 bucks. Sure,
2: that's that's the cheapest bottle on the whole list. It really, what is with We can't find any of these fucking things. You're just basically yeah. saying, Hey,
1: if you can't find the McLaren P1, try this McLaren P1 too. I like,
0: yeah, stop. it's like, Oh, yeah, hey, and Jeffy, let's,
1: stop. You're a let's bad go. man, sir.
0: The singleton. If you can't find um, the Singleton 54, which uh, goes for 41000 then buy, this is great, uh, the Belveni Ton 1509, batch number eight, which is, is exactly one one-hundredth of a price. But if you're, you still can't find that, but you love Diageo's stuff, consider the 43-year-old Expedition Oak from Talisker for $4,700.
2: Like, what, what kind of price jumping down is that? I don't know.
1: Hold on. I really love this line. And I'm going to, it actually ties back to what I'm drinking. It swirls with orchard fruit and a tantalizing honey-inspired waxiness. So does my fucking cider at $10 a fucking six-pack. You waffle. <laughs> you waffle. Yes. Short for twat waffle. <laughs> Got to be fucking kidding me. I was hoping this wouldn't come out, but when I read that, I just can't even fucking <laughs> believe this shit. For forty-seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So you're like, Talisker. You... Hold on, Talisker. I I want to be clear. Diageo, we love you. Please send us samples. We'd love to. We'd love to review your stuff. We'd love to talk to your stuff. But if you're selling these things for five thousand dollars, or I'm assuming the Singleton is what? How much is this? Forty-one. I'm sorry, forty-one thousand dollars. Please. You know what? Send
0: me a bottle of that. Yeah. And um, also, we're not. We are not. Oh shit, cap. Um, we are not riffing on the bottles and re- well, really them or the prices. Really, just the person who wrote this list and why this is this a list and an article in the first place because it's ridiculous. I think we can all agree is just fucking ridiculous. It is. So
1: this is. This is Business Week. I just wanted think- to confirm the the oh it's it's Bloomberg. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've met people who work at Bloomberg, who subscribe to Bloomberg. I am I am a watcher of Bloomberg myself. If you are listening and you watch Bloomberg and you're and you're out there and you're hedge funding it out and you're douche it out and you're you know you're you're like billions and you're you're all the you know you're the you're you're doing the stuff with all the stuff and the, the the bitcoins and all that crap. If you're doing that, please don't buy these bottles of whiskey. Do something like- better
2: yeah did any of y'all read the tasting notes underneath the yamakaze 55
1: no i'm gonna do that right now
2: yes we are are doing this
1: in real time ladies and gentlemen
2: we are uh we have to do a future episode on tasting note bullshit okay it's going in oh god oh my god no yeah
1: okay so hold on I, I really need to know who actually wrote these tasting notes. Brad, if it was you, please come on the show. We're going to have a very no, serious it, conversation.
0: No, it, it must be because if you look up a couple sentences before what it says, um, as someone who's had the good fortune to sample it, I can say it's not the best liquid I've ever tasted from the Osaka, Japan-based distillery. It might not even be in the top three. Okay, here's, here's my concern.
1: I have tasted and I have pulled pasting notes and words and verbiage out of my ass for 15 years. I have never in my life randomly opened up the Bible and (laughs) said, Hey, I wonder what spices I can pull out of the fucking Bible from the story of Jesus and put it in a fucking tape. This asshole wrote frankincense
2: and myrrh. I Yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. Um,
0: literally wrote frankincense and myrrh myrrh. maybe he's just really
2: into incense or potpourri (laughs) yeah it tastes like potpourri Um, it is masterfully complex announcing itself on a wave of frankincense and myrrh before retreating with persistent treacle and methanol smoke menthol yeah that too
1: (laughs) menthol smoke (laughs) america
2: if Cigarette you're listening.
1: Month. America, if you're listening. Go buy yourself a bottle of vodka. Throw some Newport cigarettes in that bitch. <laughs> and get yourself, go to an incense shop or a head shop. And you'll have the same fucking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I have never oh. pulled such nonsense shenanigans. I'm going to use a Julia word. Out of yes! my ass. Frank, it's you literally just opened the Bible,
0: bro. <sighs> Again, like, wow. We broke Justin. You really well, did. did. He did.
2: I, I fucking can't even. Wow. He can't. He can't even. <laughs> he can't even. I love it. Um, the it's... next one down and I just, oh, I, I love this sentence. Um. The Yamakaze Sherry Cask, we talked about this a minute ago, right? For the relative bargain of $6,000. But if, air quotes here, reasonable, isn't your cup of matcha, the Supremely Limited Yamikaze 1984 Vintage Malt is a showstopper of epic proportions at $25,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so,
1: two things. Um, two things. Number one, if you're buying these whiskeys, please don't hesitate to invite us over. We will enjoy them with you. We will mock you relentlessly,
0: but enjoy. But we'll it.
1: still sit there and sip a dram with you, a hundred percent. I'll even bring the stogies, and and I'll I'll wear my pretentious you know sweater. Um, you don't have happening. a smoking
0: jacket because I have a smoking jacket. I my
1: Perfect. wife does not let me smoke anymore. Um, something about me wanting wanting me to live or some shit. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: but fine. yes, I do. I had a smoking jacket in my intemperate youth, as well as several chicago blackhawks you know jerseys um i still have those but um are you guys ready to talk about should we talk about crack
0: crack is whack yo <laughs> don't do it let's talk, let's, let's, do talk
1: it. let's talk about meth or whatever we're talking what's
0: oh meth? oh are we talking about about the australian oh yeah, let's, let's okay this is, hold on where where is it i have so many okay this i was very excited to talk about this just because there are so many different ways this could go was he just spinning this as a way to get out did it actually happen i mean shady shit does go on especially when you're in holiday in places and end up with random strangers that okay but let's go back shall we okay so jeff bainbridge from australia he is a whiskey well was a whiskey a whiskey company chief uh so he was linked with lark distilling uh in australia and he is claiming uh, well so there is a video that surfaced of him smoking a methamphetamine pipe and also talking about uh sexual things to someone off screen Now, what he is claiming is that this was all extortion and that he'd been being blackmailed with this for years. But eventually he stopped paying and the video was quote unquote leaked and then he had to resign from the board and he also runs like this burger chain in Australia. And it's just such an interesting story. Like, Do we believe him? Do you think it was actual extortion that he was totally set up just to get money or did he actually just do this and he was just using that as a way to try and garner sympathy?
2: I, 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 <laughs> I don't
0: know. Please. Speechless, I, they are speechless.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, I I wanna, are you familiar with the CERN, CERN superconducting superglider?
0: The what what
1: uh-huh this is a machine um the size of several cities that smashes atoms and oh. looks for looks for um particles from the very 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 beginning of earth the, the nanoseconds the microseconds after the big bang this is what that they they're using these types of machines to to find these these particles. Like oh
2: the god particle or whatever?
1: All of these, yes. Um, these machines measure the tiniest, micros- I mean, beyond microscopic, beyond atomic size, subatomic to the point of m- millions and billions of times smaller than atoms and things that we what could even potentially it? perceive.
2: Dick joke in here somewhere.
1: There's not a dick joke. <laughs> Here's my question. Here's my point. Um, this machine... Any of these machines that are searching for the very foundations of humanity and the very foundations of how life began, they search for these tiny, 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 tiny little microscopic billions of them. They could not find how little I give a fuck about somebody smoking meth. <laughs> 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 Holy fuck. You have a better chance of actually finding the God particle than you do of me giving a flying
2: fuck. Oh, I, do, I do have to give it to him. At least the title of this one was catchy, not eight sentences long. Right? Yeah. Australian CEO quits as meth smoking extortion video goes public. That's a title. We'll give him that.
1: <laughs> so, Lark, if you're looking for a new CEO, I'm available. I'll bring the whole crew down. We'll have some fun. I don't smoke meth anymore. anymore. I mean, I can't speak for the ladies. I'm pretty sure they don't, but
0: okay, so Mindy, you know what's you know what's really funny about that you just said that? Um, it's at the very bottom. Uh-oh. This story has not been edited by NDTV staff and is auto generated from a syndicate feed. Oh god damn it. This <laughs> wasn't even created. It was just it wasn't even written by anyone, and yet it still has a better title. <laughs> that's the actual article oh, you
1: hear that world let a robot do your job for you
0: yeah i it's mean better and we won't we won't have anything to say against it because it's a robot you know there you go it takes all the fun out of it
2: oh jesus that's terrible i i give praise the one thing that was literally written by a fucking <laughs> robot not a human being Okay. <laughs> uh what? do we do we wanna wrap up on that that rousing take, note? Us,
0: take us home? Oh <laughs> uh, Jesus. Please, yeah. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Um join us for part two next week because we have some very interesting, interesting topics uh and articles to go through, including stolen whiskey, dumbass motherfucking questions that people just still love to ask and so much more i'm julia with me as always and ever is the fabulous mindy the redolent justin you can please find us at swig and ramble on the instagrams and the facebook's and if you haven't already which you probably have if you're listening to this join our facebook group because we have a lot of shenaniganery shout out to justin for that one uh That goes on in there. Uh, So thank you so much for joining us. And be sure to join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want articles written by robots. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you
2: next
1: time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers.